Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another Stock Market Today episode. It's Justin Nielsen here, joined by Ed Carson. It's two, um, what, what, what is the day? Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. And we're going to walk you through the day's action. Another strong day of uh, performance by the NASDAQ Composite. And we're going to go through that and a few stocks. What do you have for us today, Ed? Yeah, it was a nice day. I want to take a look at Microsoft and ServiceNow, which sort of flashed some buy signals, and also GigaCloud Technology, which has been red hot but cooled off a bit today. Yeah, so it's it's not all uh, not all pleasant out there. Um, so first, let's take a look at what the indexes did. Uh, S and P 500 was up about six tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite up three quarters of a percent. It was up a little bit more earlier, um, but you know closing near its highs. Nasdaq 100 up about seven tenths of a percent. The Dow Jones Industrial that put in about a half a percent gain, and the Russell 2000 came in bringing up the rear again with just a gain of one tenth of a percent. Looks like on the uh, advancers versus decliners, uh, we had on the NYSE advancers edging out the uh, decliners about 1600 to 1200 there. And it was basically even on the uh, NASDAQ with the decliners actually uh, coming out ahead a little bit. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the market here. Um, of course, I think the, the the big the big news here is that we're getting to uh, the highs and uh, you know what looked like a nasty pullback that started at the beginning of the year has kind of faded to oh that's just a normal run of the mill pullback not anything serious to be worried about. Yeah, I mean, and it comes down to it stopped. I mean, the drop was never that bad, but it's sort of like if you go on a losing streak. You know, and I, like you lose a couple of games in basketball or three or four. It's like, ah, oh, it's terrible. But then at the end of the season, if you only lost a few games, it's like, eh, that's no big deal. <laughs> uh, so I think that's sort of the issue here. It's come back right back up. We're almost to 15,000. And then right above here is a two-year high. You know, that would be a two-year high at that point. So getting up to those levels, it found support close to the 10-week line, close to these areas right here. So it did everything you'd like it to do. Leading stocks are acting pretty well. I mean, some of them are getting extended, some of them pulled back, but there have been buying opportunities after a pullback. We sort of needed a pullback. So mm -hmm. honestly, it's it's been it's been pretty nice. Once again, the market has given these opportunities. We run up, uh, it's getting extended, pause, run up, and uh, pausing again. Uh, acting pretty nicely i guess really and you know in hindsight now yeah yeah it's always in hindsight where it's a lot easier because <laughs> uh, again the pullbacks never feel good in the moment just like you know as, as you mentioned losing a game doesn't feel good in the moment but sometimes you have to take that broader perspective uh, i think it might be worth looking at the weekly chart here because you mentioned that fifteen thousand level and if you go back uh you can kind of see how that fifteen thousand level uh, back in 2021 was an area of interest where it did kind of hit its head a few times. It would get above there, come back below. Uh, so that's what happened this most recent time. We poked our head above there briefly and, uh, you know, came right back down. But as you mentioned, it looks like, you know, we got the support um, in kind of an ideal way, you know, right there at the 10-week moving average line. Um you know, the stocks, uh, you know, a lot of the big winners, uh, you know, really kind of gave you opportunities to, you know, pick up shares at the bounces of moving average lines. And so really uh, kind of it, we got what we asked for in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so how about the S&P 500? Uh, any, any particular levels you're watching here? Well, I mean, this high from a few days, just at the end of uh, last year would be basically right there. And we're right there at all time high. So we're basically ready. It's almost a one-two punch. It could easily happen on the same day. 
that we get above both. Uh, it was really close here. Uh, so that's what we're looking for. Obviously, it found support as well around the, I think, around the, it didn't really undercut the 21-day line. It basically closed right around there. Uh, so this one looked a little better, coming right up to those highs, looking very strong. Yeah. And we mentioned that the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you know, really didn't didn't do anything, you know, for the most part. I mean, it, it kind of paused, but it really didn't pull back all that much. It kind of just let those moving average lines that are soaring right now uh, kind of just catch up to it a little bit and narrow the gap between the index and the and the lines. Yeah. Aside from this interday drop on on, two, on Monday, uh, you know, which was due to Boeing, it really hasn't had much of a pull. It didn't have much of a pullback at all. Yeah, and it's right there. And this is all-time highs. This January 2nd uh, intraday high is the all-time high for the Dow. Mm -hmm. And I, I will say that the Russell 2000, I, I guess it's a little disappointing that uh, this just doesn't seem to be having the oomph. I mean, it had a really strong bounce on Monday. Uh, of course, we can look at uh, the 10-year Treasury yield and you know how it was kind of uh, coming down uh, pretty pretty sharply back below 4% uh, on that day. And, you know, the Russell is a little bit more interest rate sensitive, but, you know, the, the Russell 2000 hit that 2000 level, another area of, of interest, uh, IWM, if you're looking at that, it's really kind of the 200 level, you know, roughly that is, is corresponding. But, uh, you know, today's action and yesterday's, I mean, it's still inside days to the, the, the big day on Monday, but is it disturbing that it's not kind of, getting in there and participating? It's not great. I mean, it's not falling apart. I mean, it, it, mm. it definitely had a sharper drop, but that's not unusual to the sharper moves one way or the other. So it's not falling apart. But yeah, breadth is weaker. I mean, today was okay, but there was definitely some weak breadth uh, on some of this. And so, you know, we've looked at other measures that the trends have become a little less favorable on breadth than they were, you know, in say no, you know, November, November, December, where it was just really powering higher. But that's the concern. But the good news is that there have been a lot of stocks that investors could get. It wasn't maybe that same number that were in November and December, but there have been, you know, you'd say a few dozen names that you probably could have easily gotten into uh, in the last few days. So from an investor perspective, there's enough, but you would like more. There's always, you'd always want more. <laughs> right, exactly. Hard not to be greedy when things are going well. Uh, more, more, more. Um, uh, so uh, if we look at the RSP, I, I feel like the RSP has kind of had a similar story of underperformance. This is the equal weighted S&P 500. Um, again, in a similar way, this had a really nice Monday, just like the Russell 2000. Last two days have been inside days. Um, I, I would say to RSP's favor, this is a little bit better in terms of being in the upper part of its trading range from Monday, uh, instead of more mid-range or even you know below. Uh, so what what is what do we learn here from the equal weighted? Well, one another positive is that it's above the top of it. It's basically found support at the top of the space, whereas Russell fell back below those levels. So mm -hmm. it's finding support where you'd like it to above the 21 day, above that old areas. Look, I mean, the mega caps are sort of what's leading. I mean, it's not as if they're going you know, 50%, but NVIDIA's had a big week. Microsoft's had a pretty good week. Meta had a good week and had a good day today. Amazon uh, ServiceNow, which is not a mega cap, but it's close. Uh, so there's a lot of names uh, in that bigger or mega cap tech area. And the rest of the market is more of like, yeah, we're up this week, but not like, not like tech. 
Yeah, and and you can see kind of that disparity as well if you look at QQQ, which as we mentioned was up about um, you know seven tenths of a percent, uh, and then you compare that to QQEW, which is the equal weighted Nasdaq 100. So these are already big cap companies, but yeah. as you mentioned, the the overweight that happens in the market cap weighted index of QQQ, uh, you know, it's it's very different <laughs> when you look at the equal weighted and how. A lot of that performance is coming from those those big names that you mentioned. Yeah, I will say again, this one didn't even come down to the top of yeah. its old base. This one doesn't look so bad. I mean, you can see that this one actually has had some outperformance. It hasn't underperformed the Qs too much. Again, as you said, these are fairly large cap names. Mm -hmm. Now, we did look at the 10-year uh, Treasury yield briefly, but uh, it's probably no. worth noting that we've got the CPI data coming up, right? Yeah, and I don't know how much of a difference it'll make. I mean, it could come in this or that. There'll be that, and then there'll be the PPI on Friday. Uh, I mean, the general picture is the Fed isn't going to be raising rates anymore. The, the only question is how much is it going to cut? And this this is important, but there's a lot of reports before we get to that March rate cut, if that happens. Yeah, uh, and over in the semiconductors, again, tech was really leading today. Um, you know, semiconductors, looking at the VanEck uh, semiconductor ETF, uh, looked like you know, it was a decent day. I mean, it was, you know, not anything like what was happening elsewhere in tech, but this was kind of not showing the full picture because you had some of the uh, big leaders like ARM uh, and, you know, other semiconductors that were, were looking kind of ugly. Uh, whereas NVIDIA, I mean, that was up two and a quarter percent. Yeah. So TSM is a big name. They had some sales. They, they fell. So it, it's, it's not, it's not all together anymore. I mean, right now is that, a lot of chips are struggling right now. NVIDIA is leading. Some of these AMDs leading, but there's a lot of weakness elsewhere. So sometimes it's like, hey, if you're not sure what to buy, just buy SMH. That may not be the strategy right mm -hmm. now, uh, but uh, it's not. It's not doing you know terribly at all. Uh, so just just yeah. performing. And you mentioned that Taiwan Semiconductor did have sales data. It also has earnings coming up. Um, we have the banks really kind of starting <laughs> earnings season up on Friday. So that's something to be aware of. Um, you could be looking at either XLF or uh, KBE uh, for those. Um, you know, the, you'll probably see some movement uh, on Friday if, if you see any movement in those bank stocks, uh, including Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, Citigroup, and so on. Um, but what about the industrials? Um, you know, when, when you get past the tech, consumer uh, discretionary and, um, you know, communications, which is, you know, really meta is a big part of that. Um, the industrial sector was actually not too bad today, up half a percent uh, by XLI, the semiconductor, I mean, sorry, not the semiconductor, the sector spider ETF for the, uh, the industrials. Yeah, this is still doing pretty well. And there haven't been as many buying opportunities. There's been a few that I'm not necessarily in this index, but I've like, you know, HWM, Helmet had a nice move today. There's some names out there, but definitely numbers are setting up. I mean, stocks are going to follow what the sectors and what the market does. And you're seeing a lot of handles or potential handles form or pullbacks to the 21-day line or pullbacks to the 10-week line. Uh, that's why one reason why these pullbacks have been so nice is seeing stocks setting up again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Turning our attention over to stocks, we can start with Microsoft. Of course, this is one of the, the big names. In fact, it's uh, on the cusp of potentially becoming the biggest, right? Uh, potentially overtaking Apple. 
Yeah, we're not quite there. 2.844. It's had a strong week. Apple is and not that's trillion a... for those of you keeping score. Two at trillion. Home, right? <laughs> yeah, that's trillion. Yeah. And uh, so Apple did recover a little bit and because uh, it was down. So it's still a little bit of a gap. At one point, it was just like about 10 billion or so between them. Just a little, just a few 10 billion here yeah, and there. What's a billion between your friends, right? But you can see how Apple has been struggling lately. And it didn't get started the way Microsoft did in October with the most of the market. So Microsoft has closed the gap. It has stronger growth than Apple. Uh, there's all sorts of reasons to be favorable. But Apple, uh, the volume wasn't tremendous, but it was almost average. It was a decent gain. Uh, I think it gave three reasons to buy today, even mm -hmm. though it didn't quite get to the buy point. It broke this trend line. It got above this resistance area. It traded very tightly. And then it continued to rebound from the 10-week line. It isn't too far from that, the 50-day 10-week line. So a lot of reasons why you could have entered this one. Uh, and uh, Swing Trader uh, entered this one today, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. And it was also uh, brought up as stock of the day. Uh, so uh, if you want some further details on uh, kind of the story behind Microsoft, always check that out. You can get to it from the homepage. Um, so yeah, the, the the stock of the day is a great read there. Uh, and it's also kind of nice when you when you see, hey, you could buy it using this line. You could buy it using this line. You could buy it here. I mean, it's kind of, um, you know, you've got a lot of different ways and all of those ways managing your risk is fairly easy. You know, I mean, you don't really... I, I think you'd find out pretty quickly if this isn't working, you know, whether it's undercutting the 50-day moving average line, undercutting this flat base. Um, I mean, it really got support exactly where you'd like to see it on top of the prior base. So this base on base structure, uh, it's often a very powerful one. Um, and I, I guess Microsoft, one of the things that was a little nice about it was this is one that didn't quite get too extended above its 50-day moving average line. I mean, it did early on in November, but this one kind of paused a little bit earlier um, and the pullback just didn't seem as dramatic. Yeah, it didn't seem dramatic and really stopped after a few days. I mean, really after the beginning of December, it went sideways. Now the downside is that the RS line did come down. I mean, it did come down, but it leveled off and you have to keep in mind, it had a pretty good run and this is only can arise so much. This isn't like NVIDIA, which is growing just you know, triple digit growth. I mean, it, this is solid growth. There's only so much it can outperform at this, at this stage. It's sort of like me trying to, trying to keep up with my kids, you know, you know, oh boy, I, how much can I delay before I need to sit down and take a break? Uh, and I, I think that's where uh, Microsoft can be, but you know, it, it's coming up and it's not too far off those highs. Nice, nice performance today. Yeah. And for those that don't know, I mean, uh, for Ed to say he's having trouble keeping up is a quite oh. a feat because when this guy was on the walking path, I mean, it was uh, <laughs> th th there, there were flames behind him uh, and a, a very, very fast walk, let's say. Uh, turning our attention over to ServiceNow, uh, you know, computer software enterprise still remains one of uh, the strongest areas. Uh, this is uh, group number 38 out of 197, but there is a whole host. I mean, this is a big group, but there is a whole host of of phenomenal names in here and ServiceNow is definitely one of them. Yeah, I mean, we half, you know, almost how soon we forget that November was the month when that was software led. I mean, clearly led the rally and it's still leading. Uh, a lot of names in this group, I'm, you know, a lot of names that are pausing. This one sort of, a lot of stocks paused at or just below the 20% profit taking zone. That's what this one did. Uh, a lot like Microsoft, it doesn't have a base yet. It's close to having a base, but it bounced off the 10 week line it's clearing some resistance, you know, it cleared, it went about a downward sloping trend line. So some of the same reasons you could have entered this name, you know, clearly bounced off of there. This is a four weeks tight 
And at the end of this week, if it stays in this range, may not do that. But if it did, it would be a flat base. So, uh, and I think you could treat this as a buying opportunity for new investors, given all these different forces, you know, in, in conjunction, you could do it now or, or, or wait for the official buy point. It still wouldn't be too high from that. Uh, the only the only issue is this is that the earnings are in two weeks. Just something to note. There is time, but you're just going to be aware of it. Oh, and you're on mute. I, I coughed and didn't want anyone to hear it. Um, so uh, one of the things to also note about uh, ServiceNow is this is on the leaderboard uh, product and has been for a while. In fact, it's um, it's it's been moved back to a full position uh, recently uh, where, where it was earlier. Um, so let's uh, let's turn our attention to something that wasn't uh, nearly as rosy. Um, if you look at GigaCloud technology, and again, it seems like it's in the right space, right? Computer tech services um, in the technology space, and this has been having quite the run up from you know ten dollars to twenty in just a matter of weeks. But uh, what what's the what happened today? I didn't see any real news, but it was getting extraordinarily extended. To be honest, this one's been difficult from the get-go. I mean, you could have bought it here. Oh, I'm going to buy it early, you know, as it has enormous earnings. And the growth is tremendous, okay? Its fundamentals look great here. Uh, but even on this day, like let's say you bought it around 1120, well, you were probably 20% above the 50-day line right there. I'm just, you know, just eyeballing it. And that was when things weren't crazy extended. There's these little pauses, but you're already seeing it way above. And today at the high, like 26, well, the 50-day line's at 1330. So it was basically double the 50-day line, 100%. That is extremely high. Mm -hmm. So it's just been a difficult thing. So we haven't, you know, this one has obviously been one of the hottest stocks, uh, certainly, certainly in 2024 and the end of last year, but it's been extended. So we haven't talked about it much, but one reason is because there's this risk. Obviously, if you did buy it here, if you did buy it here, you were sitting pretty. But somebody could have easily said, "I'm buying it at 25, and they're down. You know, they're they're down like 15 percent now. Uh, that's that's not a good position to be in one of the hottest stocks and be down a huge amount. And that's the risk there could be. And it's still well above the 10-day line, let alone the 50-day line. So I think that's why we try to like try to you, you look for those opportunities, but Sometimes you 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 want to don't want to buy extended. You really don't want to buy extended, and you know because you have the risk that you're going to get a big paw retreat, and you don't know when it's going to stop. I mean, this one could keep falling. We don't know. It could come right back up. It could still have go on a tremendous run. But yeah, just don't buy extended. Yeah, and I mean, it's I can't tell you how many times you look at a stock chart and there's you know weeks and weeks and weeks of progress. You know, it's it's like going up the stairs, but the the move down can be a lot faster, a lot harder. And um, you know, I I don't, I mean, just looking at this chart, uh, I'd be surprised if today is uh, if today is the last down day. Uh, you know, coming up here, this looks like it could get into some trouble. And as you mentioned, it still has quite a ways to go to that 50-day moving average line. Yeah, and the volume is the heaviest since this day. I'm not sure what was it. Also, something uh, while I was doing that, and the, but the price, the dollar volume is probably higher because you know it's it's twice as much, so, or or it's getting close to that. So, uh, really heavy volume. It was sort of climactic. I mean, I wouldn't call this climax run, but yeah, it does it does feel like there might be more. So that's that's the risk in there. Uh, worth watching for the longer term because obviously, great some great numbers. I, I don't mm -hmm. want to discount it. There's a lot of reasons why this went on this run and and you know it might have a very bright future uh but it's it just seems uh very high risk right now 
Yeah, certainly anything that doubles in you know that short a period of time is worth keeping on your radar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have to you have to be timing your buys uh, appropriately and and getting in when the risk reward ratio is more in your favor. And that's certainly not where we are today. So thanks a lot for those stocks. And of course, uh, we're going to be bringing up a lot of stocks every morning on IBD Live. So if you haven't checked us out there, uh, please do so. It's at www.investors.com/ibdlive. And yeah, I know that this is one that was in the Q and A. We do a Q&A, uh, you know, we have a lot of chat with our with our audience members. This is one that was being asked about. And yeah, there was a reason why it wasn't coming up on any of our, uh, you know, lists of, of actionable ideas. So we <laughs> kind of go through uh, why that is and, and give give folks information. So a great educational uh, component to our services. Uh, and you can find us uh, every morning, 10 minutes before the open. And we go a full hour, hour and a half into the uh, market session to, to start out. So uh, great stuff there. And thanks so much for joining us today. Hope you join us tomorrow as well on Stock Market Today after the close. Thanks for watching. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.